Downtown Eau Claire is the place to experience amazing restaurants, entertainment of all sorts, and unique local shops to find your new favorite thing. The Downtown Eau Claire Fall Festival is coming up on Saturday, September 16th, featuring more than 100 vendors, exciting family activities, and a 3 o'clock performance by the thrilling Blue Gold Marching Band. It all takes place on South Barstow Street. Learn more about this and other exciting upcoming events at downtowneauclair.org. Talk of the Town is up and running in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, USA. I'm Scott Montesano, and this is where the Chippewa Valley comes to talk. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you are digesting our podcast. And of course, all of our podcasts are available at echometownradio.com. A few of our podcasts on a summer sabbatical, and everything will return, as well as a number of new shows starting in September, but a number of shows still going strong throughout the course of the summer. Banker with a Beer, presented by Northwestern Bank. Check that out. Some great recent uh, conversations there, including with the owner of Loopies, a very popular local establishment. Uh, interview with Carrie Kincaid, the former city council president. We'll talk uh, about the city council in a moment, uh, the guy who runs Silver Springs Foods. So plenty of great uh, conversations there in terms of Banker with a Beer and, of course, Dose of Dog and, and so many others on our site. A couple quick notes here before we're going to dive into uh, the city council and the fact that uh, a wheel tax looks like it's very likely again to be coming to the city of Eau Claire. But a quick note here, uh, we're going to have shows this week. We're going to have shows next week, the first week of August. Then we're going to have a couple, two, maybe three weeks where we will not have a talk of the town show. And then we're going to come back the last week of August. And just want to get everybody ready for that, uh, going on our own little summer, uh, summer break. We have not had a really you know, a, a sabbatical with talk of the town since the program began in May of 2019. So uh, give it a little bit of space. Now, the key thing is, if there's any big news that breaks in August, we'll, of course, jump on and do a program. Uh, but uh, just want to get everybody ready for that. We're going to take a, a two, three week uh, respite uh, as we update some equipment. A lot of our podcasts are going to be uh, you know, paused behind the scenes. Stuff is still going to be dropping, but we're updating some equipment, making a couple of changes with some of the technology uh, as we get ready for uh, what really has become the start of a new season, which is. Uh, the end of August, early September. And you know we talk about it here on this program, and I'll talk about it again at that time. That feels like the new year because your patterns change again. You go from the summer schedule more to the fall schedule, schools back in session, uh, acti different activities kick in once again. A, a lot of civic groups start meeting more regularly once again, uh, all that sort of thing changes. 
So that's what to, to look forward to uh, coming up uh, here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, something, by the way, from this last weekend, Country Jam, huge high attendance. They did not describe it as record-breaking attendance, but a high attendance at Country Jam and the new site. Everything we're hearing about the new site, outstanding. Of course, they had to break some things in, and, and no doubt on an upcoming Raise Your Mug podcast. Kathy Wright will will detail the things that they they love about the new site and the things that now that they see it in motion, they know they have to make a couple of alterations probably like in any new business building opening up. So that's so exciting what's going on with Country Jam. One fest is this week, and that's not one of the, maybe one of the bigger festivals in the area, but it's one that's got a huge following nonetheless. Uh, the Christian Music Festival, and I know I saw a story about that, that the people behind that are optimistic that they are able to keep this run of huge attendance numbers at these festivals going. It has been a banger of a year in terms of crowd attendance at, a, at any number of events that have been going on in our area. And hopefully one fest keeps that up. Of course, when people are going to said event, they're usually in some type of automobile. And that is our transition into uh, the big topic today. Uh, and for many of you, you'll be tuning into this either at the time the vote is going on, or even after the vote has gone on. But I think we all got a sense where the vote is going to go. And that is the city council, the Eau Claire City Council, is voting on a revised wheel tax proposal. We talked about this back late winter. It was voted down in late winter. And it's back once again. The new plan details where monies will go with exact parameters. Remember, back in March, when a 5-5 vote scuttled plans to add a $25 wheel tax to City of Eau Claire residents, the thing that people got behind was well, we really don't know exact details where the money would go. We would give you more money, and you're telling us it would go to fix roads, but you don't have anything specific. You just keep telling us, look at the roads, and you need more money. We want specifics. But in the end, let's be honest. The lack of specific details on the previous proposal was nothing more than a convenient stain for detractors to look at. People simply don't want to have to pay more taxes. I know this will impact me, being in the city of Eau Claire. You already pay the state wheel tax. You already pay the county wheel tax. And now you would add a city of Eau Claire tax on top of that. Whereas, if you just live 
a few miles outside of Eau Claire, depending on the direction, you're paying hardly anything. Now, the new plan does detail specific projects so people can see exactly what they'll get for their money. Some, like Andrew Worthman, hope the transparency and the, if you will, the, the pay and the receive aspect generates more interest in this or that it allows it to go down a little easier. It does stink, though. We, we go back to what I said in, 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 in the winter. It does stink. It does seem like it is something that is necessary. And we'll get to other areas we can be frustrated at, other areas where our monies have maybe... I don't know. It's The whole thing is frustrating. Because we do need to fix the roads. We've talked about the budget crunch the city of Eau Claire has. That is real. At the same time, it seems like it's all being thrown on city of Eau Claire residents. Whereas a lot of people... This is where regionalization really needs to be dived into much more in our community and in our region. Regionalization, much, much more. Much, much more. There are some things that are unfortunate. The city of Eau Claire is right at the corner of Eau Claire County. The city of Eau Claire is the center of the region. I'm sorry, I know there are other areas, but without the city of Eau Claire, that is the spoke in the wheel. But it seems like a lot of the negative gets laid on the city of Eau Claire and other areas get to benefit from loopholes and other areas get to benefit from you know, areas that the city of Eau Claire cannot focus on at the moment. And I think this is, a, this is something where people have to look beyond just, oh, the city council is going to make us pay more money. Chase people out of the city of Eau Claire, why don't you, as the city is growing. But the reality of it is, is that those roads need to be fixed. There isn't monies for it. And you can make a strong argument. Yes, city of Eau Claire residents are the ones that are on those roads the most, but you are fooling yourself if you don't think there are people from surrounding areas that will not have to pay this extra, I think it's $24 wheel tax. You are fooling yourself if you don't think that they don't use the road sometimes daily, sometimes as much as somebody in the city of Eau Claire. If they come in for businesses, they come in for uh, commerce as they drive through. Now, the council split 5-5 back in March. This was not a popular thing back in March. It was not. 
and it split 5-5 when it looked like it was going to pass then. At the time, those that had voted against it on the city council had hoped that the state would increase funding to municipalities and that that extra money the city of Eau Claire would receive, that could go towards this. Now, that ultimately did not happen. In fact, the city of Eau Claire received a proportionately lower cut from the state budget than other similar-sized communities. Now, to look at it this way, again, the state, you pay, you pay about $85 to the state. It's $30 to Eau Claire County. And then, so that's 115 bucks right there for wheel, vehicle registration. And now the city of Eau Claire is looking at adding another $24 to it. When all is said and done, let's, let's round it up. 150 bucks. 150 bucks. Of course, you can say, blah, blah, blah. It's only a few cents a day for a year, X, Y, Z. You know, it, it's less than a dollar a day, and you're paying to be on roads that you're using, and stuff doesn't come free. I get that. But the truth is, this is still money out of someone's budget. This is still money that is being used towards this, when people could use it towards something else. I go back to, again, what I said in March. This is something that looks like it's necessary, and it's all part of the budget crunch and us having to redistribute where money really is going. You see the roads, you need good roads. This money isn't going towards aesthetical things. And the reality of it is, is that and the, where the rub is that we all have to understand is that we use this stuff, we have to pay for this stuff. The government and the services, as much as we tend to, I think, get behind this concept in our head that they're separate from us, they are us. That is our money. And a lot like with your home, let's say you need to fix your roof. Your roof is not a fun purchase, and it costs money. But if you don't get your roof fixed, you can't have a home. It's not a fun buy. It's not even a fun buy like when you maybe put new siding on, which looks really cool and adds to the, to the character of the house. Or if you spend a lot of money on landscaping, a roof is something that's structural. You don't want to have to do that. Roads are many ways the same thing, and that's our monies that have to go towards that. This is something that has to be done. It just stinks that it all gets thrown on city of Eau Claire residents. Somebody's going to say, well, why, you know, why should somebody in, say, Augusta have to pay? They already pay for the county wheel tax. 
and I go, no, you're kind of right. Of course, people in Chippewa County don't have to be. Even Eau Claire, even City of Eau Claire residents, that small group that live just north of the county line, don't even pay the county wheel tax because they're technically in Chippewa County. But this is why I say regionalization has to come in more into play and what that looks like and how that looks like and the regionalization of services and all of that really has to be truly looked at, not just political figures and various town, village, and city leaders saying, yeah, we get along with the people in XYZ town. We have to really start looking more and more at the regionalization of a lot of things. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm not saying that, that is what, you know, that could stop something like a wheel tax from being necessary for the city of Eau Claire, but it goes to show you where we're maybe missing opportunities for this whole area to rally around itself. And we have to start to acknowledge some honest truths that I know people don't want to really acknowledge that don't live right in the city of Eau Claire. But the city of Eau Claire is the furnace to the whole area. Let's understand that. The city of Eau Claire is the furnace to the whole area. And then other areas can get the residual heat from that and take full advantage of it. Absolute full advantage of it. The city of Eau Claire has the, 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 the big city vibes. It has the infrastructure to bring certain things in. And then other areas can fill the gaps can improve on some things, can offer different things. But we have to start acknowledging, I think we've been fighting that now for a, for a little while here, for maybe 10, 15 years. Whether it's out of jealousy, whether it's out of, of, of I don't know. Maybe it's out of, we don't want, we want to be our own entity. The reality of it is, is the city of Eau Claire is the furnace. And there's nobody that's, that's evil in all this either. But yeah, it looks like uh, I'd be surprised if the, the wheel tax does not pass on Tuesday. Maybe, maybe they'll delay the vote, but I'm sure it's going to pass. It's going to be something that people are going to pound their fist on the table and say, this is ridiculous. But it's also necessary. And it is what it is. I don't like it. I said the same thing back in March. I don't like it. I don't want to pay more money. But I understand. And now that they have laid out specifics, that wipes away a rather big stain that was pointed out on the original proposal. Couple other things before we, uh, we go away today. Uh, mentioned the country jam over the weekend. 
I know Let's Paint the Town took place in downtown Menominee. Heard good things about that. And then this week is the, uh, the 99th Eau Claire County Fair. And uh, take a look at what they've got going on this week at the fair. It is not your... Well, the fair has really leaned into, and I think creatively, the fact that it is a little different, a little quote-unquote old school. There is not the amusement rides. They do not have a midway. The Eau Claire County Fair does not bring in any type of musical acts outside of very small local acts, but they don't have a grandstand. And I think it's something that in the last three, four years, the county fair has really accentuated. It is very much an agricultural fair. People are showing various animals and what have you. Various projects are being shown, but they're also getting very creative with their entertainment. Take a look at the schedule and what they have. And, and I think it's 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 very much more of an accessible fair, if that makes sense. And that's not to say something like the Northern Wisconsin State Fair is not accessible. But what I mean by the count the Eau Claire County Fair is it has a lot of opportunities for you to actually be in the fair. A lot, lot more like baking competitions and showing of small animals like rabbits and and stuff of, of that nature. And then they've got other events going on that you can be a, a part of. Uh, so the Oakland County Fair it has found a different path, which I think is great. Because if you just have 10 fairs going on, and they're all the same thing of various shapes and sizes and uh, you know bringing in 80s tribute bands and that sort of thing. It's it's just the same thing. The Eau Claire County Fair is different, and I think it really has leaned in in the last two, three years to not just being cheaper, not just being a, a, a cheap thing, seen as cheap. I would say five, six years ago, it was kind of viewed that way of you didn't really think of the Oker County Fair. Oh, that's just where, you know, they, they they put some animals in the building. You can go pet the sheep. There's nothing really going on there. And in the last few years, they have gone, hey, just because we don't have a midway doesn't mean we cannot do a bunch of entertaining things. They've got celebrity donkey races this week. I think that's kind of cool. Check it, check it out uh, online, the Oakland County Fair and uh, the fun stuff they have. And that, we say it all the time in business. If you've got five pizza shops and they're all offering the same thing, you don't need five pizza shops but you want them to all offer something a little different and maybe one of those five pizza shops is significantly different than the others. And that's really what the Eau Claire County Fair is. It tries to be really significantly 
different from the others, utilizing its place. So again, I, I really has I really tell you go check it out, the Eau Claire County Fair, um, and I think also when I mention the accessibility, if you're somebody like me, and you you never grew up on a farm, you you, you don't really know animals or anything like that. The Eau Claire County Fair is five minutes from the Montesano Mansion on the south side of town. You go, you check out the, you check out the sheep. You go and you check out the sheep. And again, there's a, there's an ice cream eating day, like an ice cream eating competition. There's all these fun little things that they've, that they've got. Sometimes when you don't spend a lot of money is when you get to be the most creative with what you do. Again, best of luck to the organizers of the Eau Claire County Fair. All right, we're back with you on uh, Thursday, another edition. Uh, we'll, of course, follow up what the vote was for the wheel tax in the city of Eau Claire, and we'll see what else pops up between now and then. On behalf of everyone who made this podcast possible, I'm Scott Montesano saying there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Make sure to take advantage of it. And until next time, so long, everybody.